Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. All right, all right, all right. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Soapboxing Podcast. It's your boy, Manny Fresh, along with the pontiff of pugilism, Derek Collinsworth. What's the deal? What's happening, man? That's called, that's called pugilism, man. You pugilism. can't say that. You're supposed that's to be what, a boxer, bro. You're supposed to be a boxer. I'm pretty sure that's what I said, pugilism. No, you My. said something crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> and then we have Isamari Aquino as our guest. Let's go ahead and get this started. I'm gonna go with uh start with our intro. Say, uh, and some fighters say, well, I don't, I don't watch videos of the guy fighting. I let, my, I let the coach watch it. This guy, one thing we know for sure about Wally, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you. This woman whooped the whole world twice. The whole world. Still, it still gets me pumped up after every show. What's going on, man? What's what's the dang deal, D? How was your week? Long, man. Long. <laughs> I had uh, I had car problems. I had uh, personal problems. I got business problems. I got problems. Nah. Sound, you sound like a country song. Oh, uh, remember, old buddy walked into walked into the gym the other day. Told me he was having all kinds of problems. I said, "Man, that'd make a good country song right there." Yeah, that shit was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and welcome our guests for uh, the afternoon. We're excited to have you on and talk about uh, your boxing career and 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 how it all started. Is Amari aquí? No. Uh, first of all, congratulations on your pro debut earlier. Uh, well, actually, yeah, earlier this year, the end of the month uh, of January. Uh, one and oh, how does it feel? Yeah, thank you. It feels great, you know, like to finally get started. It's been a long time coming, so I'm just ready for the next one. Nice. Do we, do we have any word on the next one yet, or are you just, yeah. just still? No, that's actually why I'm back in the gym today. Um, my next fight date's on March 6th. Oh man, so you trying to stay busy, huh? Yeah, back to back. <laughs> That's what's up. So y'all gonna leave the country again, or it's gonna be in yeah. the states? No, we're gonna leave again to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Nice. So why don't you tell us about that? How was that? How was that traveling to Costa Rica? How they treat you? How was it with the pandemic? What was going on out there? No, it was great, real welcoming. But obviously, with the pandemic, like there were restrictions, and they had like their curfew at. 9 p.m. where everything closed down but it was overall like it's real beautiful over there and everybody was real welcoming 
Were you nervous at all with the traveling, with the pro debut? How did you calm all those nerves? What, what were you telling yourself? The crazy thing is, like, I was kind of calm, like, the whole way there to, like, the weigh-in. The weigh-in is when it kind of hit me that I was like, oh, I'm here for real. Like, this is not vacation. Like, I'm in a fight. <laughs> and... Like, the fight day, like, when I was getting my hands wrapped, like, that's when the nerves started to kick in more. I was like, oh, man, like, I'm really about to get in there. But, you know, all that kind of goes away. Like, I won't say at the bell, because at the bell, I'm still kind of nervous. But after that first punch that I get hit, I'm like, <laughs> like, it's over. It's over. It's real now. <laughs> that's what's up. How did, uh, how did, uh, I'm trying to see here. Did it, did it go the distance on that, on that bout? Yeah, we're yeah see. Nice. What did you uh what did you take away from that fight? Um good. I felt like I'm really adjusting into the pro style more because you know I just came from all these years in the amateurs and it was real good for me to go all four rounds because I'm getting adjusted to it. That amateur that amateur career is very impressive, man. You started boxing what in two thousand and five? Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm just looking at all these accomplishment, accomplishments. 2014, national champions, first place. 2015, 2015, junior Olympic natural, uh, national championship. 2016, same thing. 2017, uh, youth open, first place. Uh, 2018, elite natural champion, third place. 2019, eastern elite qualifier, two, uh, second place. I mean, what am I missing here? 2018, youth continental championship, first place. So you've been pretty busy, huh? Yeah, and doing your dang thing. Medals, two world medals, Olympic trials, all that, you know, all that's prepared me for what I'm about to do now. That's what's up. Now I'm looking here. You, as you can see, fresh is the uh, <laughs> talent of the podcast. I'm just the eye candy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I knew you had an extensive. Uh, uh, amateur career and it was impressive. Uh, that that what was the first? Not to cut you off, friends, but I wanted no, to you're good. Get a, get a, a, a real a real quick. Uh, with all your amateur experience, it's still when you step into that pro game, no headgear on them, little bitty gloves. Uh, them nerves were still there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Like, no headgear. It was funny because, like, my, my parents were watching the fight. And after the first round, I started doing like this, like, trying to, like, <laughs> adjust my headgear. But I didn't have no headgear on. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I root for, you know, all y'all guys. And, and, and I downloaded the freaking app to watch her fight. And uh, I didn't know if I didn't time it right or whatever, but. You couldn't, I couldn't rewind. I I ended up tuning in. It was like middle of Pablo's fight. So I missed the whole damn show, man. And so I figured, well, since I downloaded the thing, I'll be able to go back and play it. But I, I don't know if I, I can't read the directions because they was in Spanish or not, but I ain't see that option. So I just, I just seen the little highlights of your fight, man. But I, I, I put the damn thing on my phone so I could watch your fight, man. That's why I'm asking you. I want you to explain it to me because I know you felt vulnerable, no headgear. You know, yeah. it's the real deal. You know, you get that brain shook out there, man. Uh, and no matter no matter how much experience, I think you know, you still gotta get. Now you gotta gain professional experience, right? Around yeah. what you think? Definitely true. Yeah, 
because you know you got to get used to like not relying like on the headgear not relying on the bigger gloves you gotta move your head a little bit more you can't just eat whatever you want mm-hmm. i said i put them, them them pro gloves on there i said i remember when uh... but you know what's really different like everybody talks about like getting hit with the gloves it's punching with the gloves that's a whole different feeling that like, you could feel like that impact really of your punches and if well, you're about to hurt your hand, like, crazy, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I tell people. It's so funny when you listen to different people who outside of the outside of the business, and they say, oh, man, they got them gloves on it. Listen, man, an 8-ounce, even a 10-ounce fight glove, it's, it's, it's created to, it, it helps protect your hand, not the other guy. It's not no pillow on your hand. It's supposed to be, you know, uh, put some, uh, you know, uh, what would I say? To brace your hand so you can hit hard. It's not like it's a big pillow on your hand at all. And so when you put them gloves on, I imagine you was looking at them going, <laughs> this ain't yeah. shit. This ain't nothing on my hands. <laughs> I know. Yeah, for real. It's yeah, crazy. move your head. Move your head for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that one. Move your head. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that's 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 what my strategy I try to explain to you. I'm trying to break my opponent's hand with my with my head, but yeah. <laughs> you don't like me doing that, so no, <laughs> I understand you thinking. I understand you thinking, but let's not do it. <laughs> so are you so, signed are you signed with anyone? Uh um no, I just have an advisor at the moment right now that's okay. moving me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And so you guys are looking to be active this year, man. How's you going back in March? Yeah. How many how, how, how many fights do you want to put in this year? Um, I think I think we're going for like at least four. But we uh, also gotta think about like you can't move like a female too quick because there's like you'll move up quick. Right. Yeah. So where are you from? Uh I, I you're from Illinois? Yeah, so originally I'm from Illinois and I grew up there until like I was eleven and I moved down to San Antonio. And I stayed in San Antonio for like another nine, nine years. And I just recently moved out to Houston. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to Houston. I love San Antonio. I love San Antonio and I'm from Chicago. So do you miss, do you miss the cold weather right now? You, oh, you... definitely not. But it's, <laughs> when I was younger, I missed it. But yeah. now I'm too used to the hot. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I see, I see the pictures of my family. Uh, they post on social media. I see all the snow and I can't do it anymore. So how do you, how, how, how do you, how do you like the adjustment coming from coming up from up north to San Antonio and, and to Houston? Because even even San Antonio and Houston are, are are quite a bit different. Yeah, it's completely different. The boxing scene is like completely different too. But overall, I think it was the best move for me. Like now that I want to go pro, because like you can see the difference in my in my boxing. Like the training here is like no joke, and like the difference, the talent, the sparring that I get here, is really preparing me like for this next step of my career. Now you over. Your your father was your trainer as an amateur, or or what was? It? How did you so, get started? Yeah, so when I was down in uh, Illinois, my dad started me off, and then I also trained at uh, like the Patriots Gateway Center, and uh, with Pat Coleman too, and my dad kicked in there too. But it was more like when I started making Team USA, like when I was fifteen, sixteen, and I started stepping up. My dad kind of like stepped down a little bit on the training. And he let my coaches really focus on me more. Good move. That's that. Was your was your father 
was did your father box or or was he just on a journey with you learning on a job? Uh, what was the deal? So my dad, he used to kickbox a little bit, but he kickboxed because he liked to street fight. So he was his dad, and he would always be fighting in the streets. But like for me, he started me off boxing because like he wanted me to learn how to defend myself, like be able to handle my own, like like you know, like kick off the boys, all that, you know. And uh, so he started me off training like little kid stuff, and then as I got older. He switched from the boxing because the experience level wasn't like he didn't have that much experience with the boxing world. So he started switching into like strength and conditioning and focusing on my conditioning, getting me stronger and all that. I say that because that was a uh, that's that's always a calculated and and a and a, a selfless move when I see fathers willing to you know say hey we need to get a guy now or or whatever the the USA coaches or whatever. Uh, because <clears throat> I see the ones who don't do that and think yeah. they could think they can do it on a on a on a level they're really not uh, 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 experienced enough to do. So yeah. when you know for your dad, I'm sure he said, "Hey, this is my daughter. I need to uh, uh, keep getting better with along with experience." So, uh, so basically, when you got on Team USA, the the coaching staff took over the coach's responsibility. Is yeah. what you say. Did um, you work? Did you work with uh Jeff a lot? Um, no. So I actually started working with Jeff more like towards like the end of my amateur career. So uh -huh. like, it was about 18, 18 or so, um, eighteen or nineteen. Uh, I started working with Jeff on Team USA, and then I had never even known that he was from San Antonio. So um, and I had moved to Austin. So when I moved back to San Antonio, I started working with Jeff for a few months. And then uh, I kind of went back with my old trainer after that, and now I'm out here. Are you, uh, <clears throat> as far as being out, you know, we met, I think we met at Maine first, maybe, when you was born yeah. or something? And then, something like and then I, yeah, and I see you over there by uh, Jay. Is, is K your head coach now, or who's head coaching you as far as uh, for your pros? No, so K is head coach right now. Okay. Okay. I seen uh I seen uh my guy Evans down there with y'all in Costa Rica, right? Yeah, so he's my strength coach. How you like that? It's cool, it's definitely like different and but I feel <laughs> overall, yeah, at the beginning I was like struggling because also like he like he likes to have us go on runs, he likes to have like lift weights. Swimming and all kinds of stuff. Swimming. Swimming was the hardest part for me because I didn't know how to swim. Like I knew how to I knew how to survive. Like I knew that survival swimming, but wanted me to do laps. That was another story for me. So I, I got lessons in on that. I got a couple I got a couple guys with Evans and what happens is they look around and make sure the clothes is clear. And they say, man, this motherfucker's crazy, man. He's trying to kill us, man. But, you know, it's worth it, though. It's worth it because I definitely noticed, like, the difference in my body and, like, the way I feel in the ring, you know. Like, I don't get tired. Like, my lung capacity is a lot more now. So, it's definitely worth it, but he do he, he do be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's, that seems like that's the uh... – that's the unanimous decision everybody say, but they, he gets the results. So it seems like to me it's working. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy always gets the results. 
Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, we're we're always big fans and big supporters of of of, of women boxing and, and and the local boxing scene. Uh, you know, there's no secret. Coach's favorite boxer is is probably Clarissa Shields, uh, yeah. and we've had her on the show. Why don't you? Why don't you tell us about your experience as far as boxing from a from a from a female perspective? Some of the challenges that you've had to face, maybe some things that you've learned, or or, or just give our our viewers what is uh, an inside look to what it was like for you. You know, definitely starting out like as a female boxer, it was hard, harder than the guys, because you go into a boxing gym and it's male dominated. Like, growing up, I was the only female in the boxing gym. So, like, coaches wouldn't want to pay attention to me. I would notice that, and I wouldn't want to train. So, I would get kicked out of gyms because of that. Oh, and then, so when I would spar the boys, the boys, they didn't want to they didn't want to get whooped. So, they would, like, try to whoop on me. So, and it was crazy. And even getting older, you know, like, you still go, and I moved around a little bit. And so it was always, like, the same story. Like, coaches didn't really want to work with me. And it was, like, I always had to constantly prove myself that, hey, like, I'm here, that I put in the work ethic and all this. So it was definitely – and even now, because, you know, like, we don't get the same attention as guys. Like, we always have to prove ourselves. And even, like, now as a business, like, we don't get paid the same, and but we put in twice as much work as them. So it's always – it's difficult, you know. But you just – we love it, so we just keep on going. And one day, one day we'll get almost equal, but it'll never really be equal. So. Now, now, now that you're in Houston, there, you know, Houston has a lot of great female box boxers as well. Have you been able? Have you been able to connect with them? Have you guys talked about you know issues like this, or how how's that been for you? Um, it's good. Like the female boxing community, like everybody's, most people are really welcoming. You know. And, like, whenever they're down there, like, down here, I'll get some work. So, like, when Jenny, I'll get some work with Jenny. When Michaela Meyer comes down, I'll work with her. Alicia Baumgartner, she came down and I worked with her. And I've worked with Marlon, too, out here. So, you know, it's cool. What are your What are your thoughts on Marlon? She's she's been a a, a a friend of the show. She's she's one that's gone before you. You sort of paved the yeah. way. Uh, you know, she's one of the first. Uh, I mean, she is the first female boxer to get signed by by Golden Boy. So, yeah. you know, like her or not, she's gone. She's gone before you. Do, you know, do you look at her as a sort of a blueprint of, okay, you know, that's how she did it. Maybe, you know, I can follow in those steps or, you know, I need to think of something totally different to, to get my name out there. Yeah, no, growing up, like, she was definitely the blueprint because growing up, like, I didn't like boxing, like, at all. So, and then I had, like, a deal with my dad that, like, when I turned 15 that I was going to quit boxing. And, um... And that was before, like, the women were in the Olympics or anything. So when we saw that Marlon had made the 2020, like, Olympics for females, like, that's kind of, like, what piqued our interest. You know, like, hey, like, we can do something with this boxing stuff. And then she was getting all these endorsements, like, from Coca-Cola, McDonald's. And she was a pretty girl, like, on the ads. And we were, like, you know, like, she can fight. And she looks good for the endorsements. Like, so she really was the, the blueprint, like, growing up. That's awesome. Yeah. But now but a lot has changed though, right? I mean, we, back then she didn't have social, you know, we didn't have social media 
like we do now. And you see a lot of people uh, making a name for some, you know, Ryan is a, was a social media sensation before he, he's, he's yeah. reached where, where he's at today. Do you look at social media as a tool as well? Yeah, social media definitely, like, can be a tool, but you just have to know how to work it, you know? Like, that's how Ryan got so big. Like, he has, like, what, like a million followers? Yeah. And, like, even people that don't follow boxing, they know about him. And that's so crazy because, like, when I was in high school, people would ask me all the time, do you know Ryan Garcia? Do you know Ryan Garcia? And I'm like, y'all don't follow a lick of boxing. I don't know <laughs> but that's what's so crazy about social media, you know? I'm a uh, Issa, I'm a I'm a I'm a big uh woman's uh promoter, women's boxing promoter. Uh I, I promote the sport. I love to watch the, the women compete. Uh, I think and you touched on it a little bit when you said, you know, we gotta you gotta groom this career right at first because yeah, in three or four fights, boom, they wanna throw you in there with a world champion and, and go time and it and it don't matter if the world champion got forty fights. You know, hey, it's your turn. Step up, yeah. but uh, and so it's very, it's very dangerous. Like it's almost like it's the opposite of what most boxers, uh, managers, uh, 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 trainers have to deal with. I guess outside of a uh, Olympic gold medalist or something, but you, you know, you're damn near pushing your fighter to to get the fights, to get the stuff. Whereas the women, it seems to me, uh. You know, overnight, boom, they'll put you on the tube and you'll be in there and it can't mm -hmm. be over your head or whatever. But uh -huh. I think I think a lot gets a lot gets said about the women not getting paid the same as guys, right? And 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 clearly that must be true, you know, because the 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 top gals say that, right? The top yeah. gals, they like and, and with Clarissa going to MMA and all this, like I, I don't know. I don't know the, the catalyst in that, but I, I'd imagine she's a prize fighter, so it's prizes, right? Money. Yeah. But but here's the thing. Like, I, I don't want the girls to lose sight of this, uh, neither. You, I'm a fan of yours. Uh uh Jenny, I love Jenny. Noah personally, Michaela, I've met her. I'm a fan of these gals, and and, and I never want y'all to lose sight on this. You know, <clears throat> professional boxing is also a, it's not really a sport, meaning, meaning the best in the world. It really doesn't matter half the time if you don't have something that they can that they can sell, right? Because it's very it's very uh, capitalist, uh, uh, capitalist the 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 business. So it's like when I hear the girl say, "It's like damn, it's a catch twenty two because you only get paid if you draw views, right? Draw used to be." Yeah, it used to be butts in the seats, but now with this, with this, this year, I, you know, I don't even know the math and how it works with 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 not having people there. But yeah, but a girl or woman, lady, however, whatever's the right. I like to use lady. I don't, I don't say female. I think females like for fucking animals and shit. You know, that's a female <laughs> dog. You know, this is a woman. But no, I say female. <laughs> Okay, but that's that's I think I'm just old school like that, right? Somebody call my wife a female, I'll probably punch him in the mouth. But but here's the thing. It's like I don't want the girls to lose sight of this. Yeah, you fighting that front, you fighting that front about not getting not getting paid the same, but but don't lose sight on the power is in this the bus in the seat and the ticket sales. So mm -hmm. 
if you if you pushing up, it's almost you're damned if you do because you got to take the loss but get the seats, the bus and the seats and the and the ticket sales and the and the pay per view buys before yeah. you could even say I'm not fighting for that because I know what the gate is. I know how many people is buying in my, you know, and, and that social media may be a, a good parameter for, for, for fighters like yourself to say, you know, my social media presence and plus I'm seeing, you know, hey, let me see the ticket sales, which ones click whatever thing that came through me or whatever the case may be. But it's almost like you got to take the loss up front, right, to prove that you can sell a fight before you can tell these people because – it seems like the media promoters, that's what they're going to hold over your head. Yeah, I hear you. You're a big star and all that, but we put Willie on the undercard and Willie sold them tickets. They always going to try to say that shit. Whether you Willie or another person, they always going to try to beat you like this. So you need to try to find a way to mass prove you're the reason why people are showing up. Become the reason why people are showing up. And then the money. Then you got an argument to say. And what's the argument? The argument is this. Fuck you. I'm not coming. I'm not fighting. <laughs> Unless you pay me, I'm not fighting. So it's it is it, it's, it's a catch twenty two. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I want the girls to fight for the fight for the <laughs> fair pay, the fair, you know, and, and by fair pay I mean if you're the reason why they coming, you should get paid. You know, yeah, and also exactly why I say you gotta work twice as harder because the guys they don't gotta think about all this. Like for a female you gotta fight good. You gotta be attractive. You gotta you got to do everything. You got to be smart. You got to be like, you got to hold your own and you got to have personality to go with your attractiveness. So it's like all these different components, you know, just to get your money. Well, that, that's the beautiful thing about boxing is, you know, w with other sports, you got a whole team that represents you. Right. With boxing, you're your own. You're your own brand. Right. You're your own. You're your your, your biggest asset. So. As long as you're going out there, representing yourself well, boxing, doing stuff for the community, adding value, uh, and 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 campaigning and, and and doing the right marketing, that money will start to to to, to follow. Yeah, for sure. You know what I realized? You know what I realized that uh, I agree with Joe. With what Joe just said, maybe he should need to do that once she gets that title. Yeah. Hey. Uh. You know what's something concrete that I think you you stuck on in this female male uh, uh, catalyst that work twice as hard. To, you know when I you know when I figured that out, I was a young dude, right? And I was like, man, you want the pretty girls, so you go after the pretty girls, and it's like I gotta figure out the password, right? And once I figure out the password, I'm good. And I had a girl tell me one time when I was a young dude, she said, you know, you trying to find a, 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 a girl, girls, the dudes find them. So it's almost like the girl got to have a defense. So she's working twice as hard to fend your ass up. That's what's making you have to find the password, the open sesame, to, to, so she'll talk to you. So in, in, in the box of shit, you're right. You gotta go twice as hard because ain't nobody just jumping over the over the barrel to to let you in and say you're worth it. In fact, in fact, I I publicly I publicly defend a lot of uh, women boxers constantly when I hear some dumbass boy. First of all, that don't know shit about boxing. That's number one, and he's just a fan. 
But boy, this motherfucker believes everything he says. And and he'll say something like, this girl can't fight. Or, or, or that, why would I watch her? And meanwhile, she's one of the most exciting fights. They battling, they banging out. So I'm constantly defending that. So so I think that work twice as hard shit. Man, that sucks. That sucks. That's got to suck ass, man. To, 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 and, but, and, and but I it's worth it. about being a woman, right? So I can see it on the outside going, ah, shit, what do I do now? You got, but you gotta, you gotta give in. You gotta give in and make yourself valuable. That's how you gotta do it. Once you become valuable, you can demand. Uh, I believe anybody. Should. Listen, man, when I look at that MMA and shit, and 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 they make stars out of them gals, right? That means people are, will pay to see women. They'll pay to oh, see yeah. women. So don't tell me in 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 a sport or in a business in 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 our world that's a couple of thousand years old uh, that you can't sell a woman. The key is that she can fight. If she if she's pretty and all that stuff, I'm sure that adds to it because now you can put her on the commercials and stuff or whatever. But 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 it's a double edged sword. And if a woman could fight, I think it'll bring the eyes to the straight up. You know. Yeah. I imagine I imagine women having to put themselves out like that because, you know, Bernard Hopkins, one of my fucking favorite fighters ever, boy, he ain't no he ain't no matinee either. And 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 that and that never played a part neither. You know, nobody said <laughs> Bernard Hopkins too ugly. I don't wanna watch him fight. Nah, that's stupid as shit, right? But women, I imagine women come across that. And yeah. I hear you all trying to fight. And and motherfucker worried about what you dress like and what you look like prior to the fights and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. That's rough. Who uh who do you who do you like in your division? What are some names of uh that that you want to go after as you progress no, in your I career? Think it's too it's way too early for that right now. <laughs> but you but you gotta have someone. You got when you when when you close your eyes and you thinking about you there's someone you got I your ex on. Eyes, I think about arresting, waiting for my. <laughs> But, you know, I'm just taking it one fight at a time, working on my craft, working on getting better. Because I still I have my faults, just like any fighter. And that's all I'm working on right now. You 130s? You 130 pounds, You fight at 130? What you fight at? 118? So, yeah, the goal is to get down to 118. So, my next fight is at 120. 26? What you fought at? I fought my debut at 25. Oh, okay. Yeah, but my second fight's gonna be at 120, and then ultimately getting down to 118. Why the hell I thought you was a super fellow? Did I read that somewhere? <laughs> you put that, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you should have told me don't put that. Man. I have to read that somewhere. <laughs> That's why I showed you before I posted, man. If you say it right, tell me something. But it's because I, I guarantee know. I read it. I was. I didn't know what 125 was in like those words. <laughs> well, 126, 126 is featherweight, yeah. so uh, 30 is super featherweight or uh, junior I did, I or junior lightweight. I knew, I knew the goal is bantamweight. So. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, I, I read it somewhere. I promise you, because I know you're a little bit ass girl. I see you. But, but I, you were I looking, just, you like, how did she get to 130? <laughs> <laughs> I read it though. I promise you, probably on box record or something. Uh, we have a we have a viewer, Geraldo. What's up, J uh, 
Garcia, a lot of uh, views last night at the Bare Knuckle Boxing main event. Hey, I didn't get to watch it. I was working, but I seen that picture that you posted, Derek, of those two female boxers. What what, what I miss, bro? They fought. I, hey. Okay, first of all, I don't proclaim to know any kind of fighting in self-boxing, right? You know that, friend. I, I watch, but I watch it all. I watch an MMA fight. If it comes on my radar, I watch it. Uh, the Bare Knuckle shit. Well, that was the first time I ever watched the bare knuckle fight and it was because a couple of buddies on Facebook were saying uh 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 some women was fighting on the bare knuckles. So I say, well shit, let me check it out. Before the women I was watching a fight, it was a, a Vietnamese guy out of the United States, I forget his name, but he was in the bare knuckles, but he was a he was a pro boxer. Man, that shit was brutal, man. He was fighting a uh he was fighting a, a, a MMA guy, and the MMA guy was undefeated in the bare knuckles. And uh, but now they they boxing now. They 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 it's punching. It ain't kicking. Mm-hmm. And and I think they allow them to tie up or whatever. I don't know the lingo that that they use, but I'm watching and I'm going, man. There's no fucking way I would want any of my fighters to ever go down this path, man. It, it it would have to be like at the end end of their career and they just cashing out and somebody's giving them a hundred grand to go because they used to be something because that's some vicious shit man and the two girls I think they said the 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 girl that was the headliner main event she was an MMA girl like uh uh I, I had never heard of her but and then she was fighting some man that shit was brutal bro Ooh, that shit was brutal man and and, and because it's like a, uh, that's funny, uh, that's funny for a fight guy to say that, but shit. And I done hit people with all sorts of shit. That shit was brutal, man. That's, that, I was like, uh, you know what they do? It was like a scratch line. Like, dog, I don't know if y'all know anything about, uh, I, ain't know, I ain't never fought dogs, but uh-huh. I know about the sport. Or, my bad, is it a sport or is it called <laughs> like a, uh, a, a travesty? I know about the travesty. Anyway. They got a scratch line in dog fighting, right? And you bring your dogs. The 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 two owners bring their dogs to that scratch line. It's called scratch because you got to go up to that line and start fighting. And if your dog don't scratch, he he loses, right? Or jumps out the thing, he loses. Man, they got a big ass circle ring. It's some ropes, but it's a scratch line in the middle of this motherfucker. And I'm going, man, they fighting these people like dogs, man. And they, and and they and they and the ref said. Come up to the scratch line. <laughs> and they came up to the line, bro. And he said, go. And they just, like, uh, it, it, it really ain't no. Was there an app? Was there, was there an app for this? Or what would you watch it at? You got to order it. Just like oh. everything. You know, everything's an app. But, but here's the thing. I got to catch it. That shit was brutal, bro. But, of course, the little Asian guy who used to be a, a, a boxer, he kicked the white dude's ass because the white dude, he just he, he fought like an MMA guy, you know, just throwing punches, leaning into it and shit. And, and the, but it was back and forth. The white guy was getting in the business. I think he was the champ. But I was like, man, this shit is brutal, man. It's like, Issa, how many times you listen to somebody that don't know nothing about boxing, and and you'll be watching a, a magnificent prize boxing match, and the people and the fans, especially like in the club or a sports bar, or something they bored. They like. Oh, they not even fighting, and you going? Are you not watching this <laughs> yeah. shit? Oh, look at these mothers. It's like for these people, 
It's for the drunk people at the bar who just want them to stand there and throw punches because that's <laughs> all the boxing is out the window from 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 what I could tell. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that strategy. I'm sure that strategy and shit I don't know nothing about. So if I'm overstepping my bounds, uh, bare knuckle fighting championship, ah, fuck you anyway, because I don't I don't know nothing about it. But but I ain't trying to shit on it. But if you want to watch like some chicken fights, like some cock fights. <laughs> Man, go watch that shit. Man, them boys was rude, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That shit was vicious. I think this would be a good. I think this would be a good time to go ahead and disclaim that we at Soapboxing Podcast do not condone or encourage any dog fighting at all. As a matter of fact, we're against chicken it. fighting, okay. dog <laughs> fighting, chicken fighting, and dog fighting. I just don't want no hey. lawsuits. <laughs> if, now, don't get me wrong. A human being wants to get in the bad numbers, all power to him. You know, go do it. I'm gonna watch it. It's like a car wreck. I'm gonna watch that shit. <laughs> but it ain't it ain't much science and it don't look like I mean it don't look like. I could be wrong as two left shoes, but man, that one girl, man, and here we go. Let me show my chauvinistic my chauvinistic side. One of the girls was a real pretty girl, right? And like at the beginning, at the beginning, <laughs> she was real, real pretty. <laughs> and and you can see cause they said she was like a uh uh, MMA, she wasn't a boxer, I don't think. I could be wrong, but I never heard of her. But I think she was, like, had some UFC or something. And man, yeah. she was a real pretty girl, man. And the other girl, I mean, she wasn't the other girl. I, I wouldn't describe her as ugly or nothing, but one of them was clearly the 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 marketable. And man, you seen that picture after that fight? Ay, ay, ay. Woo! Smoke. Ay, they look rough, man. But they stood there. They stood there and wow, wow. And and the and the one who I believe was the favorite didn't win. She you could see like she was trying to do some boxing, but she wasn't really a boxer. But you could see she was like trying to catch jabs, like trying to catch the punches and shoot. Mm-hmm. But the tall girl just was coming there like a like a drunk at a ball, just wow, wow, just and hitting the boom, boom. And they, I said, man, this shit is vicious. How, how, like, what it three minute rounds? It was five. Five rounds. I think it was shorter than three minutes. I think it was like two minutes, like five two minute rounds, like a ten, like a like a ten minute fist fight. If we clear all the tables and chairs at the bar, and these motherfuckers just they just in there swinging, and that shit was vicious, man. It was crazy, bro. I'm gonna watch the next one just to see. Two minute. We got confirmation. They're two minute rounds. God damn. Two minutes. Hey, it wasn't much. It wasn't much boxing. Hey, ask him. What's his name? Garcia. Yeah. Ask him. It wasn't much. I don't know if he's a boxing fan. It wasn't much boxing going on. It was fighting. They was yeah. fighting. It was just fist fight. Oh, oh, I said, man, this shit is rough. <laughs> and the little Asian dude, the little Asian dude, like you could see, he had some boxing, and he was just like, boxing ain't gonna get it. So he stood there and just was winging shots to the tall guy. And he was giving that tall guy the blues, man. You're going to break some hands in that shit, man. Yeah. Them hands going to break, man. You can't. Our hands ain't meant to hit shit like that, man. Hey, and so we always, when we, we, we have fighters that come in and we always love hearing stories like, you know, we've had fighters that come in and say they fought in underground clubs. We've had other fighters come in and say they, they didn't tell their coach they broke their back. We heard other fighters say, you know, they fought with, with, with a broken hand. Do you have any exciting stories, anything that you want to reveal to, to, to fans and, or, 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 or something that, that's been crazy that's happened in your career so far? Something that's crazy. 
Not or not, not yet. Yeah, hey, just still young. Yeah. Just make it up, baby girl. Yeah. Just make it up. Three at a time. We fought three at a time one night. Marketing. Marketing. I was attacked by a polar bear the night before a fight. That bitch is a rug now. That bitch is a rug in my front room. I came out, I came out wearing it to the fight. Yeah. Nah. Maybe, what maybe a, sometime down the line, you know. There we go. <laughs> well, when it happens, remember, remember to think about us, and, and we'll get you back on the show. Yeah, who are uh, who are some? Guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> who are some of the fighters that you grew up watching and 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 enjoyed? Is there? Is, did your dad had any favorite fighters that that he would put video on or tape on? You know, like I said earlier, like I hated boxing like growing up. So you wouldn't so even watch like, it, huh? I would not watch it. Like I would go to like the fight parties because like obviously like my, my dad and my brothers, like they all love boxing. So they were good, at, like good together with their friends and they would take us to go see like some fights. But I was I, like, I would always end up falling asleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted no parts. So like it was like everything kind of changed, like. Once I started, like, on Team USA, that I started, like, traveling the world. Like, that's, like, when my whole, like, perspective on it changed. So, but growing up, that was, and boxing was not my thing. Nice. Well, tell me about, uh, tell me about Kate. You over there, uh, is, is no secret. He's a friend of mine, and, and I think a tremendous coach. Uh, you over there in a, with a, with a gang. Of uh, I mean, a literal gang of of top. You know, a bunch of y'all just not turning pro, but that don't mean shit. Like y'all, the next wave of boxing. Put it that way. That's that from Jared, from Jared Anderson to you. You got Shakur over there, huh? Shakur, well, Shakur, Shakur is already a world title, but Mm. between a world champion, but but between. Which, which he's the future too. I mean, yeah. he ain't did he ain't did shit yet. He's about to take over boxing. But between Troy, Easter, uh, Duke, um, mm. who am I missing over there? Duke uh, right uh, down here. It's, it's 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 a gang of it's a gang of. I was joking with Kate the other day. I said, motherfucker, I know what you're doing, bro. You're locking up the whole sport. You got everything over there, man. Everything at every weight class, y'all finna take over because. Cause I'm serious, that Anderson. What 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 Jared Anderson got? Like six, seven fights. Something like Not, that. Yeah. He's the he's the he's the future of heavyweight boxing. Straight mm-hmm. straight like that. I can see it already. Unless the train goes off the tracks in some way we don't see. Yeah. That guy is a problem, man. Uh uh. But all of them, man. I I, I marvel at all of y'all, man. And and, and being in that environment. Yeah. I was over there watching. Uh, I was watching uh, Keyshawn, Keyshawn for the first time in person, right? Mm-hmm. And he was in there sparring, and and uh, and Shakur standing there. So I, I walked through it. I said, I said, is this little motherfucker like a like a right hand to you, bro? What? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, this motherfucker so cold. I'm like, man, being in that environment with all of y'all top fighters, man, there's no way. That y'all not feeding off of each other, learning every day, yeah. and uh, I, I I told Quentin I said, look man, when you when when you when you there during the day, cause I can't come during the day till the weekends. I said, man, I said 
coaches just it looked like they just bringing lunch sacks over there to them boys, man, and throwing them shits in the ring. <laughs> and they, it's it's rough, man. Them boys can fight, man. Everything yeah. in there can fight. So, uh, you know, Kate, I, I'm gonna get Kate on this show before it's over with, but just just asking you about it. He's your trainer. Uh, some of the some of the things that you're picking up, some of the things you uh, appreciate over there working with with a, a trainer like that. Yeah, you know, K is like basically the whole reason why I decided to move over here to Houston, you know, to train with him and work with him because I had met K like when I was on Team USA, like my first year, and um, just ever since that, like. Like, like, all the pointers that he would give me, like, everything that he would work with me on, like, that shit would work, and it would trans over to the fight. And I was like, man, like, if I had K around me all the time, like, who knows, like, what kind of potential I could have. And so, like, so I started coming down here in the summer because that's when K started doing his training camps down here. So I would come from San Antonio. I would stay, like, a week or two out here, and I'll go home for a week and then come right back out. Because that's just, like, how the level of training. And it's not so much that it's, like, the difficulty, but it's more skill-wise, like, technical-wise. That he's, like, fixing certain flaws on me that other coaches won't see, but he'll see. So, you know, he just sees things from a different perspective. And I think that's overall what draws, like, all these top-level amateurs to try to uh, – so they're trying to out their pro careers. And that's why they go to him because he sees, like, your flaws. He sees like your errors and he works with you on them. He's a hell of a trainer, man. And uh, you know, meeting him a couple of years back, I, <clears throat> when Quentin made the team and he was like, uh, as their relationship grew, he was like, Coach, it's, it's a it's a train out here, man. He knows boxing. Now that sounds arrogant, but I, I developed Quentin from the beginning. So Quentin learned fighting a certain way, you know? So he, he was like, nah, coach, this motherfucker knows boxing like like how you know boxing. I'm like, what? Because I don't I don't I don't meet people of the same uh what you just said. Think about it in a way that I think about it. Cause I ain't trying to be arrogant or nothing, but that that think about boxing the way I do. And so when we first met, uh one of the first things Kate told me, shit, we met and worked the corner. In Vegas to, yeah. together, and he was like, so after that he was like, I don't, I don't remember if he messaged me or we was talking later or something. He said, motherfucker. He said, I knew that motherfucker had a real trainer. I said, what? He go, he go. I met some dude saying he was squinting. Man, nah, bro. Where the fuck you been at, man? You the guy? And I said, yeah. And so we hit it off immediately, and like, yeah. and so we talk, messages, call each other, and and I, it was evident. What you said was evident to me through passing conversations with boxing with Kate uh Karoma and and, and 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 it shows most it shows just in what he puts out. You guys, you fighters. You know what I'm saying? It's, you can't get around it. And uh again, man, I'm amazed. I I'll I'll go to Jay Prince just to watch the sparring, man. Just to watch, you know, and I don't wanna watch sparring. Hey, who the fuck I wanna watch sparring for? I go I go, you know, I'm around boxing all the time. But it's different when you're watching these, when you're watching, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fresh, uh, elite skill, elite, yeah, elite yeah. boxing. You like, yeah, man, these boys here. Yeah. This is they seeing, they seeing 
it's evident when a kid gets in there and he's he's lost. It's like evident from 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 round, you know, get go, boom, oh, this kid's in trouble. And and I've even watched I've even watched some of these some of them kids take it easy on guys. You know what I'm saying? I, I know they take it easy. I hope they know it because this kid could be beating the sleeves off your fucking ass right now, man. So it's it's I appreciate man watching y'all boxing and, and being over there is so much from top to bottom, man. From 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 the bigger waist to the little waist. Uh, even them, uh, what's the Hispanic, uh, the brothers over there? Um, oh, the Rojas brothers, yeah. The Rojas, yeah, man, they cold-blooded. Everything's over there. I like everything over there, man. It's fun. Yeah. I hang out a little while after when I could be leaving, but shit, I want, I want to see, uh, I want to see Shakur beat up on somebody, uh, <laughs> or, or, uh, <laughs> I like to see it, man. Y'all can't help but get better. Y'all can't help but yeah. uh, constantly elevate each other. Am I right on yeah. that or what? No, you're definitely right about that. And then learning from each other, you know, just watching each other and seeing, hey, he does this good. Like, let me pick up on this, you know, like, or I do this wrong and then they'll notice. Or if I'm or yeah. slacking on training, we'll call each other out. So, you know, it's good. It's a good atmosphere to be around. Absolutely, man. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a champion. I think it's a, a a champion factory over there, man. We about to see a bunch of bunch of world champions coming out of there, and and I, I guess you could say Shakur is leading the way, right? Shakur is leading the way. He's the world champion, but everything underneath him, and of course, Jared Hurd is a champion over there. But um, Shakur, world champion, and I think all of y'all. I I I don't think all of y'all, I, all y'all finna be champions, man. All of y'all finna be champions. So. That's why I told Kay, I said, man, it's like a fucking a seven-inch crunk renaissance over there at James <laughs> Prince, man. Watch. All these people finna be uh world champions or, or you know, getting their spot, getting they getting their shot at titles. Uh, yeah. what other girls is over? I, I seen some uh, younger girls over there. I don't know who they are though. Are they with y'all or some Spanish girls? I don't know who they uh -huh. are, but sometimes they working out yeah. over there. Yeah, so Freddie's dad will bring like his daughter to work, and then uh, okay. some other girl will come too. And then there's a girl that she trains at Jay's, and then now uh, Kay is training her, so like we work together too. Okay, I knew I see some other girls over there. I didn't know exactly who they were. Uh, is that is that Freddie's? Who's the who's the guy that be with them mostly? Is that their dad or or That's brother dad. or something? Oh, that's the dad. Okay, I met him. Yeah, I met him too. They they working, man. And 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 you got uh you got the other trainers that's over there that was I think was over there prior. You know, I think James Johnson's over there. I think uh what's my man over there? God damn, what's the name? He got a funny he got a nickname. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's a fact. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, my Kool man, Kool-Aid. Yeah. Kool they over there working, Jack. Yeah. So you say March, March, you got another one. Uh -huh. And how can people watch it? On the app again? On the app. Is it going to be? So don't erase it. Don't erase the app. I'm going to keep it then. Yeah, don't erase the app. <laughs> I missed the fight. I said, this is the fuck I need this shit for. I can't understand what they're saying. Yeah, get that Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Man, well, it's a, we appreciate you coming on the show. Where can, where can people find you at social media? Y'all can find me at Isa Maria Aquino, exactly how my name is spelled on the screen, and on all social media platforms.
That's what's up. And then you got the fight coming up in March. Uh, well, again, we want to congratulate you on your pro debut. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have plenty of more victories coming along this year. Welcome to Houston. Man, it sounds like you're kicking ass over there at, uh, at Jake Prince, being surrounded by great champions. Any last words you want to give out to, uh, to the viewers uh, before we head out? Um, thank y'all for tuning in and supporting. Somebody call. Somebody call. call. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, hold on, before you leave, it's, give me give me right quick, just rapid fire. Your top three uh women's pound for pound and top three male pound for pound. Who you got? Top There's no wrong answer. Because I don't watch men, but um Clarissa, obviously she gotta be in there. Michaela and Katie Taylor. All right. And and what about the guys? Man, I'm not even gonna comment on that one because I don't be watching the man like that. <laughs> so, let me not offend All right. nobody. <laughs> All right, so y'all follow. Yeah, you cut out. What you were saying? Uh, you was cut out for a second. Yeah, because uh, my mom going crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> that's gonna be honest with you. But um, thank y'all for supporting me and tuning in. And I just can't wait to see what this journey has for us. So That's you. what's up. Well, we look forward to having you back on the show as often as we can. Good luck. We'll be watching and supporting. Coach, any last words? I'm not a big fan. I'm going to be rooting for you. you know, I'm going to see you around up there. Uh, and I'm going to make sure I set an alarm or something so I don't miss the next one. Uh, yeah. If you got a link, hey, if you got a link, somebody got the fight, send it to me. I want to watch. I want to watch the fight. I caught, I caught like one round, I think. And that was it. Somebody shared. That's cool. I got you. All right, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you turning in, uh, tuning in once again to another episode of Soapboxing Podcast, and we want to thank each and every one of y'all who continue to subscribe and support. We appreciate the love. Our goal is to reach a thousand by the by. Fuck it, we were going to do it by the end of the year, but I said we reach a thousand by uh, by June. So we have four months. We're halfway, more a little yeah, over fuck, halfway there. Fuck. June, fuck June, man. Let's go with May, man. So May. <laughs> 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 so y'all make sure you like and subscribe and share to our uh, channel we'll see y'all next week have a great weekend peace bye later bye, bye. thank you sir thank you